What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Alright guys, so today we're breaking down episode 3, Sip and See You Later, of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Uh, A lot of stuff happened last night. I mean, we got to see basically the rest of the dinner with Ashley and how that conversation transpired. And then we got into a couple different topics with a bunch of the ladies. I wish we would have seen a little bit more from Robin and Karen, but... I get it. Um, There was a lot of stuff going on with Candace and Ashley. Uh, So we're going to break that down today. Since this is my first episode breaking down Potomac, I thought I'd give you guys kind of a little bit of a background on um, my opinions on how I feel about these ladies. Uh, First off, Giselle is just so great. I think she's hilarious, um, super sassy, super snarky, but she's real uh, most of the time, I would say. I mean, she's a little bit of an instigator um, on some occasions, but I would say most times I think she's just so great. I think Robin is also a great addition to this show. I know she's been on since the beginning, but I just think she adds a really nice mix to the group. I think she stays in the middle a lot with a lot of different things, but she does get involved when she needs to, which I think is important, especially in this group of ladies. Um, And then just as a side note, I think her purple sequin confessional look is just so gorgeous, absolutely out of this world. Whoever designed that whole look for her for this confessional is just spot on. And her short hair, it just looks so great. I'm not a huge fan of the swipe, you know, swipe bang pixie look, but I do like the the bob on her. I think it looks very sophisticated, very badass at the same time. Okay, moving on to Wendy. What I saw in the previews and what I thought she was going to be was like the complete opposite of what I thought thought we were going to see. She is like the ultimate badass. I thought she was going to be very annoying, very out there. And um, but no, but once I got to see like, you know, she gave us an introduction into her job. Uh, she's a professor, a political commentator. She's very strong willed. I mean, that's right off the bat. That's what we got. But as a mother and just as a person in the group, I think she's going to bring a whole different level of sophistication to this group of ladies. I thought Karen was initially our, you know, our moral high ground (laughs) in this group, but Wendy definitely takes it to another level. And I think she's going to be a huge benefactor in, you know, bringing peace towards the ladies. I'm interested to see what she's going to, you know, do at the reunion. I'm just, I just want to see what this season is going to look like with her because I think she adds a different level to the mix for sure. There's not much to say so far about Karen. Um, I would say uh, normally, I don't know. I mean, she has been my favorite sometimes in the past, but I just don't like who she is in these upcoming... Se- I mean, season three, season four, and and then this season, I just don't like how she's become. I used to think she was hilarious, but somehow along the lines, she's kind of gotten this whole grand dame thing and it's gone to her head. And to be honest, I'm just not here for it. I, I don't know... I don't I don't know how it's going to look towards moving forward, you know, as the Housewives of Potomac. I mean, obviously she's going to stay on because she's the grand dame per se, but I just, I, I don't know. I mean, she's not really real in her relationship. She kind of hides a lot, which is, it's it doesn't end, it doesn't end well for people who don't show a lot in their marriage and stuff. I mean, I see that we might get a little bit more, we might get to learn a little bit more about her and Ray because... I just can't imagine that she is going to share that part as much as what she shared now. But I mean, who knows? We might we might see, you know, a shift in that. And I I would be interested to see more about, you know, how her relationship was with Ray, because 
from what I've seen so far, it's all surface level. And she doesn't go too deep into what we hear in the press versus what we see on TV. So it'd be great to see more for sure. I think what's really great about Ashley, and I, I, I to be honest, I used to think she was really annoying in the beginning. And I mean, like season two, or did she come on on season one? Yeah, I think she was on season one. I used to think she was really annoying because I was like, this girl's young, she doesn't know anything and she's opening her mouth and it's just like too much with this group. But something in her has changed and it's it's just gone, she just evolved over the seasons. And I mean, now that she has a baby, I think that's even more of a of a character change for her. Meaning that she doesn't really take shit from anybody, but she also, I've never seen her get so out of character like some of these other ladies have. And, and we'll get into that later, for sure. But I definitely think that she holds herself very well for her age. And I know she's not like, I know she's not like, you know, young, young. But I know that um, in comparison to these other ladies who have, you know, three plus kids or, you know, whatever. But I think she holds herself really well in this group of ladies. And I think that she's definitely defined herself as a Potomac housewife, for sure, now. I used to not like Monique... Um, very much in the beginning. I think it was just that she was a little too out there. I thought her rapping was kind of funny though when she did, when she did the little snippets of her rapping like at the reunion and in front of the ladies. I think that was funny. But to be honest, I just thought that she was not a good fit for this group. But um, I gotta say, I'm feeling a little bad for her this season. I feel like um, she's getting a hard rap this season. And yeah, that's all I'm gonna say because I'm gonna talk about her a little bit more. Okay, so with Candace. <laughs> Also, I'm not going to talk about her too much because I want to get into some of the stuff that we saw in last night's episode. But I do have to say, I never really was a fan of Candace. I just think that she is way too messy um, to be in this group of ladies. She's not sophisticated at all, even though she acts like it. I just feel like, you know, to quote Giselle, she's 30 going on 13. Like, I feel like, or something, you know, I'm not, that's not verbatim, but I remember she said something like that in last night's episode. I just think that she doesn't fit in with this this group anymore. Um, she may pretend that she's friends with Karen or whatever, but I, again, I feel like it's all surface level. I don't know what it is with her besides the fact that she acts like a child most of the time, but I just don't like how she doesn't own up to things. I mean, there's no accountability on her end whatsoever. And even if it is, it's so bland and so, you know, dry that you don't even want to accept her apology. So I, I don't know. We're going to get into her, but that's my initial impression from her so that you guys know how I feel about her. So I have my little notes here and I went in order of the episode. So we're going to start with finishing up the dinner that was to be continued from the last episode. Um, again... Candace is very messy. <laughs> I just feel like this whole Candace and Charisse thing is just so messy. I mean, really, Charisse has been a friend of the group, and I don't really feel like her and Candace getting all buddy buddy is really. I don't know if it's genuine or not because they haven't really shown much of it other than the fact that she invited her to that party, the anniversary party. I mean, if Candace wants any shot of being friends with Monique, and Charisse is going around saying all this stuff about her marriage with this huge rumor thing. I mean, Candace has just got to stay away from that. And I, I just think it's messy. And the fact that she was then claiming, well, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I thought it was complete bullshit. I mean, come on. She's trying to stay relevant. She's trying to mix it. I, I just don't agree with it. This whole Candace playing the victim thing and she won't speak around the group about Ashley because, you know, she's quote unquote peaceful Candace. I, again, I think it's complete bullshit. I, I don't buy it because 
with Candace, she's just so, she, she has this tendency to just be messy. Like it's just, it comes out, it comes across messy, even if she's not trying to be messy. Um, and it's like, you know, she's like, is this an ambush? Like, you know, she just uses that word too much. And it's like, with this group, I don't feel like there's ever been really, I mean, there's been a couple ambushes, let's just say. But in terms of Candace, she always says it's an ambush, but it's it's not. The, the, the group is trying to get her to apologize to Ashley for the thing she said. And the fact that she won't apologize in front of the group like that is just stupid and it's messy because at the reunion, you're going to talk about it anyway, so you might as well just apologize now um, and get it over with and be genuine about it. I mean, it's really not that hard because of the things that she said about Ashley, they were just ridiculous. I don't want to get into too much of the tweets between Candace and Ashley because, well, Ashley didn't tweet as much because she was giving birth, but um, it, it's just, it's, they've showed a lot on the show. We need to move on from it because there's just whole separate issues that we got to talk about. But here is a tweet that I saved from Candace. It was posted on July 7th of 2019. So I'm assuming this is somewhere between Ashley's birth or during Ashley's birth. But anyways, it's from Candace, and it says, Where is your income, Roach? You laid on your back to get $2 you do get. I been had jobs while you turned tricks to pay your mama's rent. Don't come for me. You won't win. Hashtag R-H-O-P. Um, and then someone someone subtweeted it and said, You sound illiterate. But that's just, you know, kind of fun. Um, <laughs> anyways, there's another tweet from somebody. I'm assuming it's a fan. And they had responded to that tweet. It says it's from um, at Cindy believance i think um and she said mommy paid for your wedding mommy owns the home hmm you're grown all right i have a daughter your age and i will always help her but not enable her or have a free ticket to treat her in the manner your mom treats you take it or leave it just stating my opinion take care (laughs) i think with candace um she kind of just says like she just says shit she puts it out there and then because i mean even at the reunion last year you know andy was asking her if she feels that she owes ashley an apology and she was said you know an apology for what and it's like those kinds of people are never gonna understand you know somebody else's perspective they're never gonna sit in somebody else's shoes and say hey i've been there so i think with candace um it's kind of like a, you know, in the words of my dear friend, Angela, she used to always tell me, forgive her Lord for she knows not what she does. And I think that's kind of the situation with Candace, I would say, um, aside from the fact that she's just messy and creates shit. Um, she just doesn't realize what she does is harmful to others. Sometimes I honestly thought it was so like Karen, um, how she just got in the middle out of, you know, Ashley and Candace. And she just said that, you know, there needs to be apologies on both ends. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't even really remember what the root of the issue was with Ashley and Candace. I really don't. I I think she had said something about her husband and then they went back and forth. And I just don't, I don't remember what the root of the issue is. But regardless, Candace has said so many things on Twitter that are just so disgusting that it's like at this point, if she doesn't know that she has to apologize for those things, it's just embarrassing. Like, I mean, and then the fact that Karen would get in the middle, she did very briefly, but it stood out to me because I was just like, Karen, what the hell? I mean, there has been multiple occasions where Karen has owed people an apologies and she doesn't apologize. And it's like for people to get in the middle when they're hypocrites, essentially, it's just, it's, it's, it never ends well. So I think that might come, come back to bite her in the butt later because I did see um, an interview on, I think, Behind the Velvet Rope podcast or something like that, where Karen was saying that she doesn't take sides. Um, and uh, I just have a hard time believing this because she is like really buddy-buddy with 
Candace, but she's also very buddy buddy with Monique. So I feel like it's a little, I don't know, it could be fake. We, we could, we'll have to figure that out later. So to wrap up the dinner, um, I think it was left in an okay spot, but I'm still, I think we're, we're brewing a little bit with the, with the feud between um, Candace and Monique that we've seen in the previews for Potomac. It's starting to brew a little bit. I'm a little confused on the audio that was off camera between Monique and Candace. I, I want to know what the context is of that. And I feel like that's a little bit, you know, it's on Bravo's part that they put that in there. But I, you know, when they do that, I always want to know more context because it's almost always taken out of context. And I want to know what was exchanged between them because I heard something from Monique and then something from Candace. And then they just cut to an interview of Candace saying that Monique is a flip-flopper and that she's two-faced. And I have not seen a two-faced side from Monique. I've always seen her as pretty real, annoying, but real. <laughs> I've never seen her as being a flip-flopper. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, Candace has definitely flip-flopped a couple times. But if you guys know of a time in Potomac, you know, throughout Monique's time on Potomac, where she's been a flip-flopper, please remind me. Because I, I've always known her as being very, very level-headed, very one-sided. Um, one-sided in a good way, I mean. Uh, but yeah, I'm very confused by this audio off camera because I, I just, I want to know, besides the fact that Candace is best friends with Sharice Char or buddy, buddy, I should say, where is the feud starting between, because I know there was a little bit of a feud last season with Candace and Monique, but I thought they squashed it. And to be honest, since Monique has all these babies at home, I don't feel like she has any time to engage in any drama with Candace at all. So I want to know what the motivation is behind this. I, I want to know more and I'm a little confused as to why that audio was played last night with no context, but I guess we'll see. I think it's really interesting this season that we're seeing relationships being rekindled. I mean, we kind of got the hint from Robin and Juan um, from last season. And then uh, during filming, we saw that he had proposed to her. So now we're seeing that unfold on the show, uh, which is very sweet. And I, I think that's great um, on their part because I think they're, they're just meant to be together. Uh, they have the chemistry there. We see it on camera. I'm sure it's there off camera, obviously, because they're getting engaged. But um, I want to talk briefly about Giselle getting back with Jamal because this was a huge surprise to me because last season we saw her with... Um, I don't even remember his name now, but he was the guy that she was with. And then they had a couple fallouts, but then they got back together. Um, and he seemed like he was a match for her. But then all of a sudden, you know, the season starts and Giselle is like, you know, surprise, I'm back with Jamal. And I was a little confused because, first of all, I thought he lived in Atlanta. So I don't know how that worked. <laughs> Maybe he's back in Potomac or something. But um, I thought it was really interesting that she brought him back into the mix and she seems really happy, but then their kids, you know, who are still young, I mean, I think they're all preteens, right? Um, they were like, mom, we just don't know if this is going to go well. And I just thought it was funny because, you know, kids are usually the opposite, right? And Giselle had mentioned that in her interview. It's, it's usually like, you know, I thought kids would want their parents to get back together. But I think with Giselle's kids, from what I can see, um, they're kind of like, they've grown up already having them separate. Like they like them both separate, but together they just don't know. And so I thought that was kind of interesting to see that dynamic unfold. And it was kind of weird, like the dinner that they had on the boat for her birthday, because, you know, like, first of all, uh, like giving three preteen girls, a, like a, a deed or whatever, per se, to a restaurant. I mean, come on, like, <laughs> that's just a little ridiculous. Like, First of all, what was the, I, I don't understand like why that even happened or, you know, what the purpose of that was, but 
I don't know. I think that's a little weird. So then to see the girls' reactions, they're like, you know, thanks. You know, like I just <laughs> I thought it was really weird. Um, but I mean, I don't know much about Jamal, so I can't really, I, I can't really comment too much on Giselle's relationship with her, with him, excuse me. But, um, I guess we're going to see it unfold. I mean, it'd be nice to see how that goes. They're not living together, I think. So, you know, when you live together, it's adds a whole different mix. So I guess we're going to have to see how that unfolds, but I do have to say it was really interesting how the kids were not so psyched about the parents being back together because it's usually the opposite, but I guess we'll see. There was talk about this quote-unquote new Monique, um, and I don't know about you guys, but I can definitely see it. Um, uh, Candace was referring to it in a negative way, but I see it in a positive way. I think Monique has really come into her own. I don't know if it's from having another baby. Um, I think her, from what I've noticed, I feel like her threshold with like the drama and the bullshit in the group has just, you know she's gotten more tolerant of it. And I think she's kind of, I want to say above it, but in a good way, Um, because she used to kind of be too much in the mix where I think she was just trying to create herself into the group. But um, she's very, she's very in the group now. Like, I feel like she's in touch with herself. She's in touch with her family. Um, She's very secure about all that. That's the word that I was looking for is more security in herself. And I think, the new Monique is somebody that could really fit in to this whole group um, and fit in well. So at Ashley's sip and see party, um, very surprised that she decided to invite Candace. I mean, even if she had apologized, I just think it's disgusting what she did during while Ashley was giving birth. So I, I personally wouldn't have had her there, (laughs) but um, I get it. I mean, she's filming a TV show and they have to be, you know, they have to be as a group and they encourage filming as a group. So um, I do have to say, um, when Candace uses the word ambush, and I know she used it earlier at the dinner for Ashley, I, I just, I don't agree with it. I think, I think I, with Candace, she doesn't want this group conversation because she's in the wrong. Like if, if I was in a situation that Candace was in and I had all these people coming at me and, you know, I, I get, I get it. Like they're all chiming in and they're putting their opinions on. But if you're in the wrong, you should have no problem standing up to every single person that's coming at you and saying, you know what, I fucked up. And you look Ashley in the eye or you look Monique in the eye and you say, you know what, I apologize because I shouldn't have said the things that I have said. That's how you squash something. But what Candace is doing is she's dragging it on. And I don't know if she's doing it. I, I can't tell if she's doing it for the show or if it's just her personality because it, it may just be her personality because I've seen her do it with, with her husband a lot, you know, in the scenes. And, um, to tell you the truth, that's what, that's what irritates me with, with certain housewives across all franchises is if you're going to say that you own up to something, you got to own up to it and you got to not, you know, then put it back on everybody else. Like I'm watching Atlanta right now and I see that a lot on on Atlanta and it's really frustrating to me because these are grown women. I mean, they should have no problem just sitting in front of these groups and, and apologizing, putting it all out there. But they always say, well, you do this and you do that. It's very tit for tat. And I think with Candace, she just loves to be messy. Like, I don't know what it is, but I, I hate to rip her apart so much, but it's like, it's so easy to apologize in these situations. I, I know it's hard to apologize, but in this situation, it's very easy for her to just own up to the fact that she fucked up. I mean, and I, I don't even really know, you know, how this, you know, Sharice, I don't know how this whole Sharice thing started because we, we didn't really see much of it, uh, you know, during filming, they kept kind of uh, a quiet lip on, 
the tea between Monique and Candace and how now Sharice is kind of involved in that because Sharice is not even on the show anymore. So it's like, I don't even know why they're including her so much to this extent that she would get into all this drama. And I kind of want to hear from her at this point. Like, I hope maybe she gets some interviews because it's it's kind of ridiculous at this point how involved she is, but we don't even really know, you know, they just said it's all secondhand, right? So they're in the interviews and they're saying, well, Sharice said this about Monique's husband and this and this and that. It's like, I want to hear from Sharice's mouth where she even got this information from because here she is not even on the show starting all this drama and then she just shows up in scenes and we're just supposed to like sit and watch everybody else yell at each other, but we have no idea what Sharice is thinking. So I think it's a little, I think it's a little ridiculous because, uh, well, and that leads me to my next point. I think with Potomac, what I've noticed, a lot of the other Housewives franchises, the drama just kind of exists between life and, and just, you know, for like real true friendships. But I feel like with Potomac, the drama is like created. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way too. Um, it's kind of like that on Dallas too, because I think they're just newer series and they have to create more of that drama. But like with all the other franchises like Beverly Hills, Orange County, uh, New Jersey, New York, the drama is so, it's deep rooted. I think because they've been on for so many seasons, like it's easier for us to brush it under the rug. Whereas like with Potomac and, and some of these newer shows, it just, it gets under my skin because I feel like this drama is created and it doesn't exist. Like this whole Candace and Sharice, um, you know, story per se. And then now Monique is, you know, pissed at both Candace and Sharice. I just feel like, where did this even come from? Like, where did Sharice hear this rumor? Why was Sharice the one to bring this rumor to light? Why is Candace now saying that she didn't know, you know, that Monique was, you know, that much of in a feud with Sharice? It's like, I just think it's so messy at this point that it's like Candace just needs to apologize for any involvement that she's had in this. I, I don't believe for a second that Sharice, um, or excuse me, I don't believe for a second that Candace thinks Sharice uh, wasn't an issue in this mix because Candace is like that. She's very messy, as I've said. Um, and I don't believe that she just, you know, because she had a sit down with Ashley and she was talking with her about it. And she said, you know, like, I didn't think that Candace was, you know, bringing her or excuse me. I don't believe that Cherie, bringing Sharice into this mix was um, that big of a deal for Monique. It's like if you've seen this rumor come out and you know that it came from Sharice or, you know, Sharice had been talking about it. Uh, I mean, come on, really? Like you didn't know. I, I just think. It, you know, to summarize, you know, so we don't get into too much of it. I just think the drama in Potomac is very created and it's, it, it just versus being, you know, just existing with, um, for example, like there was, there was always drama, you know, speaking on New Jersey, there was always drama between Melissa and Teresa and their family. So they're going to have drama. I think that's more deep rooted. Whereas like this Potomac drama, it's like, where did this rumor even come from? I didn't even know that Monique, I mean, because the, the rumor essentially is that she is getting really friendly with her trainer and they've seen him, seen him and her out. Like, where did this even start? Because I never even see Monique's trainer like on the show. And you would think that that would be more of a part of her life if she was on the show with him. Or maybe it's secret. Maybe it is true. I don't know. But where did this come from? Like, how, how did this start? Where's the proof? Where's the receipts? I don't know. So I guess we have to kind of see how this is going to play out. But from what I've seen so far, I just think Candace needs to kind of back off a little bit. And 
you know, since we've seen the previews and we all know the fist fight is coming up or even, I don't know what kind of fight it is, but it was, it looked really bad. I, I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like and I don't know how it's, how it's going to unfold, but from what we've seen so far, uh, I'm team Monique. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not team violence, but I am team Monique. So I, I hope, I hope I'm rooting for her. Really. I'm really, I'm truly rooting for her. <laughs> All right, well, we have reached the end of my reaction for Real Housewives of Potomac Season 5, Episode 3, Sip and Sea Party. Um, yeah, I mean, we got to see a lot during this episode. I, I'm, uh, you know, we're slowly starting to see the storyline for the season unvol- evolve um, and unfold. And I think I think this season's going to be really interesting to see where the allies are going to sit, how the group trips are going to go. It's going to be a really interesting season, and I can't wait to see how it goes. Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you liked it, um, please tell your friends, share it with everybody you know, so we can talk housewives all the time. And um, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes will be coming out. Um, Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.